Auburn getting a, a commitment from four-star JT Thor today. and moves Auburn up to, I believe, number eight in the national rankings. Uh, huge, huge thing. So uh, I think he's ready to go. Um, huge, huge pickup for Auburn. And maybe a big start to the week for the Tigers. There is Keith. Yeah, Keith's got allergies right now, and he's going to turn the camera away from his face in a second to the computer screen because I twitch enough as it is. I don't want to scare people away with all my eye twitches and shakes and sneezing and all that stuff. Yeah, I just I've got. I mean, I'm bad enough normally, but these uh, these allergies are killing me right now. I hope everybody's doing all right. Yeah, I've got my allergies are acting up a little bit. Uh, well, they they say that that's actually a good thing if you have a lot of allergies. You're whatever. All your yeah. stuff's working for you, so who knows? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I had a real bad as a kid, but not, not so much yeah. anymore, but it, it still kicks in. So I understand you have something you'd like to talk about? Yeah, JT Thor <laughs> committing to yeah. Auburn. Uh, Four-star, um, as a lot of us know. A, a kid that had reclassified was, was I think, what, a five-star in the 2021 class? Yeah, yeah. I don't know he, how. Yeah, I don't know how all that works, but, you know, for the younger classes, the rankings are so, sort of in flux. You know what I mean? They're, they're still c- accumulating information. They're still seeing guys. And, and so that's why sometimes a guy can fall when he goes from one class and, right. and decides to graduate early. So it, it's hard to – I mean, it doesn't make sense on the surface, but, uh, but, the, but you know, that's just the way it is. But, look, he's a really good player. Brandon, 6'8", 6'9", 190. Um, you know, he can shoot it. I think he's a lefty. Uh, he can shoot it outside. Yeah. He can take it inside. He can be very good around the basket defensively. You watch a lot of his film. He's got some pretty good post moves. I mean, if it's if it's just one guy against him, he can take the ball, dribble, and and get in there and dunk it. You know, obviously, I think Austin Wiley was an, a good player, but that that's not something he could have done. Let's you know that that wasn't right. his strength. But that, that's what JT Thor can bring some versatility at the power forward position. Yeah, um, you're right. He's a left-handed guy. Gives him, that gives him a little bit of a difference there that people are accustomed to and adds to a class that already includes five-star Sharif Cooper as well, yeah. the, the, the point guard, uh, four-star forward Chris Moore out of West Memphis, and, of course, the guard Justin Powell from Kentucky, who you've talked to, I know, in the past a couple of times. Um, and this really – this starts a big couple of weeks, but really a big week uh, this week coming up for Auburn because – uh, on Friday is when the the big fish in the pond for Auburn right now uh, is five-star Jalen Green out of California. He's going to make his decision on Friday, I think, what was it, like 2 o'clock, 3 central, something like that. Uh, he's going to do it on Instagram. And um, I, I've been told that uh, all those concerns about him going overseas and playing are, are kaput he is going to choose a college and right now uh people people at memphis and auburn are feeling pretty good at this moment heading into this week yeah jalen green sensational player we got we got a number three recruit in the country by the way somebody was asking about jt thorbrand and they said i thought he was 610 six eight to six ten i mean yeah not much difference obviously I, but i know uh, our jason yeah. caldwell he said that he he's seen him in person and he thinks he's more like six nine okay okay well that that that's a that's I'm looking at the screen here doing a million things. Uh, yeah, I mean, so Jalen Green, combo guard, 6'5", 170, number uh, two combo guard in the country, yeah. number three recruit in the country, number two recruit in California. 
uh, lucky guy goes to school in Napa, California, prolific prep, but he's actually from Fresno. Right. Uh, I got a sister that lives in Fresno of all places. And, you know, Brandon, we talked about maybe me going out there uh, when he announced, but obviously all this stuff has, has uh, shut things down. So I guess Auburn feels pretty good about things. Uh, you know, in talking with people, including Jalen's coach a few months ago, they really felt like, you know, watch out for Auburn, that he really was enamored with Auburn. Uh, you know, one of the questions he had was, you know, the NCA stuff. Would Auburn be impacted by that stuff relating to Chuck Person? Because he's he knows he's going to be a one and done uh, by all, for all intents and purposes. He wants to play in the NCAA tournament. Now, obviously, we learned this year that the mother of all anything can happen scenarios did happen. But Jalen Green wants to play in the NCAA tournament, so that was kind of his one apprehension with Auburn. Hey, I need to know, you know, are they going to be okay? Are they going to get in trouble? So I, you know, and we haven't heard anything, and I'm sure they're telling him all the right things, but. Yeah fantastic player and one of the things Brandon he's really worked on his jump shot he can pass he can dunk he can you know do have any perimeter defender six five with length uh, but he needed to work on his jumper so last summer he went and worked with the shooting coach uh, in North Carolina of uh, Steph Curry Steph Curry's shooting coach I mean that's what you're looking for I mean that's you know that you know uh, and so that guy knows what he's doing obviously and I'm sure Steph Curry has something to do, do with helping his reputation uh, but apparently Jalen Green's jump shot has really taken off. Look, he's really close with the Auburn staff. Bruce has been out there a bunch. Yep. Uh, Ira, Bowman, I mean, they, they've all been out there. And it does look like it's Auburn and Memphis. He's, and, you know, Memphis has Penny Hardaway and Mike Miller on the staff. And those are two guys that have done what all these kids want to do. Right. Uh, and that resonates with them. You know, that look, Bruce Pearl's a great coach. We all know that. It remains to be seen whether Penny's a great coach. Brandon, you know that we, you know. But he's yeah. been where these kids have been. Okay. Right. And Mike Miller too. Apparently Mike Miller is the one that's the ace recruiter, which is funny because he's a real small town boy. I yeah. mean, I've actually been to his hometown in Mitchell, South Dakota. That's the school brand that plays at the corn palace, the, uh, the arena made of corn. Okay. So he's from a, he's from a small town. And, uh, but you know, I think, you know, he's close. Jalen green is close with Sharif Cooper, Auburn's five-star point guard signing. You know, JT Thor was on Instagram today saying, Hey, I think they're going to get him now that he later said, well, uh, I, I don't know where he's going. I just hope Auburn's going to get him. Yeah. Yeah, who knows? Maybe he was tipping his hand. Who knows? Maybe I, not. I, I, I think – I, who knows? Um, uh, I, I, I put a crystal ball in for Jalen Green, I guess, a few weeks ago um, uh, for him to go to Auburn. I don't know. Have you put one in, Keith? Right. Yeah, I put I put one in a few months ago. Not to not yeah. to not to try to well, one up you, but you're more plugged but, uh, in than me. Oh well, yeah, really. I'm not super plugged in with basketball. I'm trying, but I put one in on uh, February 21st, okay. I think it was. And you know, uh, there are all the crystal balls for Auburn. You can see the Auburn logo right over there. Uh, look, you know, Summit national experts think Auburn. Some think. Think Memphis. I mean, you know, Memphis signing James Wiseman last year, and he's going to go high in the draft this year. So is Isaac Okoro. But um, again, what are these guys' goals? What's the end game for these guys? Is to play in the NBA, and I think a lot of these kids are seeing that they can do that at either one of those programs. Uh, yeah. Now, Bruce Pearl obviously has been there, done that. You know, when it comes to winning uh, multiple Sweet Sixteens, Elite Eight, I think at Tennessee, Final Four at Auburn, national title at the the smaller school was great at Wisconsin. So he's won everywhere he's been. Okay. Yeah. So you're balancing all that. Uh, Memphis, good basketball town. Auburn, great basketball crowds, great atmosphere, maybe the best atmosphere. Uh, so, you know, we cover Auburn, so we kind of get in that Auburn bubble in a sense. And obviously all the Auburn fans think that, okay, why wouldn't he choose Auburn? But it wasn't that long ago when people said, why wouldn't 
Sharif Cooper choose Kentucky, and he's at Auburn. So it's a battle. Uh, but uh, I, I think people think Auburn, you know, we're, we're going to see. I mean, it's basketball recruiting. It's a lot more unpredictable than football recruiting. I mean, sometimes yeah. we've seen it where guys have top fives, and the day they commit, nobody knows where they're going. Right. Okay? Nobody has right. a clue. That's basketball. You don't have that happen to football too often. Yeah. Uh, so we'll, we'll see. But, look, again, he's close with Sharif Cooper. Uh, Chris Moore, uh, is he, uh, one of the Auburn signees, is hearing good things. Uh, uh, what's the other kid's name? Justin Powell. Yeah, he's, he said, hey, man, I feel good about it. That's what he told me a few weeks ago. So, you know, Auburn's got a lot of buzz right now, man. I mean, Auburn basketball is owning Twitter right now. I, mean, I can't even believe we're saying that. Who would have thought, right? Owning Twitter right now. JT Thor, huge commitment, number 51 recruit in the country. Auburn's got the number eight recruiting class in the country. If they get Jalen Green, they move into the top five. If they get Jalen Green and Greg Brown, they could end up maybe as high as number two in the country. Yeah. Brian, that's insane. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, the football program ain't going to get a sniff of number two. No. Okay? Now, you could argue the competition's a little different. You got 25 guys as opposed to four to six, but yeah. it's just incredible. But, uh, you know, just thinking that Green maybe – just one year to play. Wouldn't you want to play with your buddy? And him and Sharif Cooper are pretty tight. That, that, and here, here's the other thing. You mentioned, like, these kids, of course, they want to come in. They want to be one-and-done guys get to the NBA nowadays. But they also want to get to the NCAA tournament because – Yeah, you're right. You go in there, that's when you kind of, like, cement your – not legacy, but the part of it. But also you cement yourself as a game changer. Like, John Morant. I'm probably saying his name incorrectly. I don't follow uh, basketball that much. But the Murray State – uh, player phenomenal he's phenomenal in the NBA this year but what I'm saying is this if you with Auburn getting JT Thor you have Sharif Cooper on campus coming soon already signed Justin Powell and I think it just makes sense if you just look at the class that if 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 Jalen Green goes I'm going to sign with Auburn Auburn's going to go to the NCAA tournament next year and that's all you can ask for as far as being able to get more eyes on you and also become like the, the star of the tournament because every NCAA tournament, there's two or three guys that really pop out. And, for, and two years ago, you know, a couple of those guys were Bryce Brown and Chumo Kiki and Jared Harper. Yeah. Those were becoming household names as seniors, other than Okiki, of course, um, who went to the NBA. But I guess what I'm saying is this. I don't think – I mean, nothing against Memphis, but if he goes to Memphis, it is not a sure thing that he is going to make the NCAA tournament. If he comes to Auburn, I, I don't think there's any doubt in my mind they're going to go to the NCAA tournament next year with that roster they've got. Yeah, yeah. and I, I don't want uh, – by the way, I'm showing JT Thor highlights right. here, Brandon. If you can right. see the split screen. I think people yeah. would rather watch that than me. But, you know, Memphis historically, much better than Auburn. Historically. Well, historically. Historically. Many Final Fours, great players, Keith Lee, uh, you know, the guy that's in the NBA now. I mean, I can't remember his name, the great guard. I mean, look, a lot of great players. Derek right? Rose. But Auburn is in the here and now, right? The here right. and now, Auburn basketball has, has absolutely arrived. And, and is that that emerging team, that emerging program that everybody seems to be talking about? Well, that's, and, what, you that's know, what's different about basketball compared to football. Tradition doesn't really matter all that much in basketball because it's a matter of, What's the roster look like now, and what have you done in the last couple, three years? Absolutely. Memphis hasn't done yeah. anything. Yeah, and, and also let's remember now, in Memphis's heyday, 
you know, they, I'm talking seventies and eighties. And I know they had that great yeah. run when Calipari was there, but Calipari, they, were, yeah. they were in a different conference. There weren't as many TV games. And when you played Louisville, you were on TV. Cause I think they were both in the Metro at this, at the one time. And now, you know, Memphis is on TV. Sure. But they don't have the marquee games no. during the season that Auburn has, you know, so I look again, we don't know what the kid's going to do, but look at this Auburn program. I mean, it's, 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 it's insane. And Brandon, if they land all these guys, you're talking about the, maybe the best, one of the best two or three uh, classes. Well, we'll say a top five class in, all, in SEC history, not a Kentucky. That's, that they're kind of like off in their own hemisphere or our own stratosphere. Uh, you think about the UF class where those guys won multiple national titles. Yeah. Uh, Arkansas with those great guys in that one class they had. And I know they weren't all in the same class, but a, a few of them were when they won the national title. Um, I mean, this is an elite class. I mean, you're talking – I mean, you'd have three five-star guys. I mean, you know. Uh, and by the way, Chris Moore, who's not a five-star guy, he's a three-star in the 24-7 sports composite. He's a player of the year in the state of Arkansas. Not yeah. a big scorer, but they don't ask him to score at his team. They don't ask him to score. They, he's a scorer and a rebounder, 16 and 12. And then you got Powell, Justin Powell, number two-ranked player in Kentucky, a shooter, 6'5". Could he be there to Lee Hunter? In fact, he said – not Lee Hunter, Lee Humphrey, Lee Hunter's – I get, I get these sports confused, Brandon. Lee Humphrey, the, uh, the, the three-point shooter in the SEC a decade ago. Yeah. He can be that guy, but he's also a scorer. You're talking about a guy that before he had this sports hernia injury was scoring 25, 26 points a game. Uh, and by the way, you mentioned John Morant. Uh, it's funny because that is who Jalen Green's coach compares him to. He is this class as John Morant. So, I, I mean, and, and, hey, it's not only a five-star. You're talking about the two five-stars remaining, Jalen Green and then Greg Brown, who will – decide the week after one of them greg brown's in austin texas okay so to get to auburn you got to go out of your town and texas i know they're not great now but historically and, and they've been to final fours they played for the national championship it's not a terrible program okay kevin durant i mean they got big name guys too then you got baylor a couple hours away right which was ranked number one for part of the season yeah okay uh then you go through lsu to get to auburn you know they ain't so bad and so it's just, yeah. you know, and then Jalen Green, obviously, from California. And by the way, UCLA, last time I checked, it's still won more national titles than anybody. Southern Cal is out recruiting UCLA right now. Right. And they're really on the rise. Um, and, you know, uh, I, God, it's just, it's, well, I, I don't know, it's, it's just, it blows you away what yeah. Bruce Pearl is able to do. It's, well, here's, it's phenomenal. Here's what I remember. I remember when uh, Bruce Pearl first came to Auburn, he was coming off the show cause he was in California a lot back then. That was five years, five, six years ago. And uh, he just knows everybody, like a lot of head coaches do when they've been around forever. But he he has made it a point to make some connections out there. And that has obviously proven fruitful with guys like Jalen Green and in the past with a couple of other guys that come in. But you mentioned – I want to bring this up before I forget, forget it. You mentioned that, you know, these top-tier top, top recruits that Auburn's brought in as far as on the all-time list – if they were to get either Greg Brown or Jalen Green or both, they would be the number one recruits ever in Auburn history. Yeah. Um, based off yeah. their ratings in the 24-7 sports composite. Jalen Green, of course, is ranked a little bit higher than Greg Brown, but either one of them would be your top recruit that has ever committed to Auburn or signed with Auburn, and that includes guys like Mustafa Heron, um, of course, Jared Brown, Bryce Brown, who weren't really highly recruited or highly ranked. Austin Wiley, and 
you look at it now, I think, what is it, like six of the top seven or six of the top eight commitments in Auburn history, at least in the modern era since internet recruiting started kicking up, have come under Bruce Pearl. Um, and, and that includes guys like Mustafa Heron, who ended up transferring to St. John. So, um, listen, it's a, it's a remarkable, the recruiting job they've done. But keep this in mind. I mean, they made that final four run and then went 25 and six this year with guys that were not necessarily five-star one-and-done guys. This team this past season were a bunch of seniors with a lot of experience being kind of buoyed a little bit by some freshmen and sophomores. Next year is going to be a pretty young team. And what's going to change the, I guess, outlook of it is some people – I mean, you already see it. Auburn's not ranked in any of these early preseason rankings that people are putting out. But if you get guys like Jalen Green, obviously they already got JT Ford to go with Sharif Cooper and everything, they're going to they're gonna be in the preseason polls. They're going to be a team that's going to be in the mix for the SEC. And here's another thing. Uh, Evan Daniels brought this up. As you can see there, he's on uh, Keith's screen right now. Evan Daniels put, made, it, made a point of five of the top eight schools in the basketball recruiting right now and recruiting are from the SEC. And Auburn's the lowest ranked one in those five those five schools right now. But if they were to get Jalen Green and or Greg Brown, they would jump considerably, uh, probably in the top four just with getting Jalen Green. So um, there's a lot of movement to be made. And I'll tell you this, I, I, Auburn's very confident in Jalen Green right now. Of course, as you said, no one really knows until like a day or two before nowadays um, if that – um, but they feel about as good as they can right now with Jalen Green. And if they get Jalen Green on Friday, boy, uh, th- this will be probably be the beta- best recruiting week in Auburn basketball history without a doubt. And I, and I know some people are asking about Greg Brown. We've talked about him a little bit. Um, I just don't, I don't see him committing to Auburn. Um, I think he's going to go to Texas. That, I mean, just from – reading the tea leaves and everything. You never know. But, I mean, it's one of those situations where if you get JT Thor and then Jalen Green, does Greg Brown sit there with an extra week to think about because he's not committing until April 24th? Does he sit there and think, you know what, maybe I want to go play on that team for a year or two? Well, you know, Brandon, here, here's the thing. You know, Auburn bringing in – Bruce is one with three and four-star guys. Yeah. And so people automatically say, well, wait till you see what he does with five-star guys. Doesn't always work that way. Bruce knows that. Do the five-star guys hustle as much as the three-star guy? Do they develop? So there's no guarantee. There's no gimmies, obviously, right? But <laughs> on the other hand, Bruce Pearl's got a pretty good track record of, well, I'll just put it this way. I've been following his teams for about 15 years. I don't think I've ever seen a Bruce Pearl team where every single guy on the team didn't hustle. Exactly. Uh, it's uncanny, okay? Uncanny. So you feel like that plus – even if these guys are one-and-done guys, what do they need to do in that one year? They need to do what Isaac Okaro did, hustle every single time they have the ball. So the effort combined with their obvious talents is what makes you think, oh, my God, this could be pretty impressive. So, look, I mean, yeah, I mean, they're in a great spot. They're, they're in a great spot. I mean, I think this was a key one today because you got to have some guys to replace Mac, Lamore, and Wiley. And, like, they got some young interior players, uh, Stretch, but he's an unknown uh, right. Jalen Williams has got some potential, yeah, but uh, he's not 6'10", you know, 
He's uh, more like six six, but he, boy, is he some kind of fantastic athlete that can also shoot threes. Uh, maybe an upgrade over Macklemore. I don't know, Brandon. You cover the team more than I do, but uh, the the place that they're in right now is just uncharted waters. And you know, uh, Greg Brown's. Yeah, you're right. I mean, maybe Jay, having Jalen Green go first, if Auburn does land Jalen Green, does make Brown think, okay, what do I really? What can we do? What can these guys do together? You know. Uh, what can we as a group of six guys do? And it's a, it's a pretty talented group. And it's so talented that we ain't even talking about Sharif Cooper right now, who, yeah. who's an elite distributor. Now, he scored a lot of points, scored 30 points a game. Oh, by the way, JT Thor was also first-team All-State in Georgia in the same classification, I should point out, as Sharif Cooper. And Sharif Cooper almost single-handedly got his, his team to the Final Four this year. And, uh, yeah, he's scoring high school. In college, he's probably going to be more of a distributor because he's six foot and – you know, 150 pounds. Uh, and I saw him play twice this year, and I, I can't recall seeing too many guys with his vision. Okay, yeah, yeah he can shoot. He can make threes. He can do all that. Right. He can drive. Uh, Got to work on his ball handling uh, for a guy that size. He has to. But uh, to, to be on one end of the court and to see guys 35 feet away the way he sees them, the it's like a great quarterback. It really is. I mean, it's one thing to make a pass on a fast break to a guy that's trailing and all that. By the way, that ain't easy to do either. But it's what he sees when he's on one side of the court that he sees on the other. And then also, when he's moving, he's so comfortable with the ball and his body that he sees things develop before others do. And uh, you get him and Jalen Green together, I'm going to tell you right now, there's going to be a lot of dunks, Brandon. Yeah, yeah. A lot of dunks. <laughs> I mean, a lot. Um, it's, um, I, you know, I'm just, it's just mind-boggling to think that this is happening at Auburn now. And, and I, I think people that know Bruce say he, you know, he doesn't feel yeah. like he's finished. Like, I don't but mean that, recruiting. I mean, yeah, overall. Like, overall. he thinks he's yeah. just getting started. Okay? But that's the thing about you basketball. Know? It takes a couple key pieces and then two or three good years. And then, like I said, Tradition yeah. doesn't matter as much in basketball these days. Yeah. It just well, doesn't because you're right. of one and dones. You're right. I'm sorry to me to keep talking over you. I do that all the time, as you know. But Gonzaga, perfect example. Let's go back to like 1997, 98. Yeah. Didn't know much about them. They had John, uh, John Stockton played Stockton, there. They yeah. weren't like a household name. Uh, I think they made it to the Elite Eight in 1999. And then now Gonzaga is the West Coast blue blood of this generation. It's not UCLA. It's Gonzaga. Uh, and, you know, came close to winning a national title and had been a number one seed a few times. And, and then uh, uh, Butler. Butler was just kind of a team that would get into the NCAA tournament every now and then. Uh, and then, sure enough, about 10 years ago, they start making runs and played in back-to-back championship games. I don't want to compare Auburn to Butler. That's a much smaller school, not as big a overall profile. But the point is, in basketball, it can be done. The question is, are you going to be a George Mason that does it once or are you going to be a team that's knocking on the door a lot? And, yeah. and Auburn is getting to that point where you're like, okay, look, a few weeks ago you're thinking, uh, who are they going to replace all these guys with? And, and now they're replacing them with uh, guys like JT Thor and, uh, and maybe Greg Brown and maybe Jalen Green. And as a fan, it would certainly give you a lot, of, yeah. uh, aspir- a lot of hope. There's no doubt. I mean, again, the competition's fierce, but – um, you know, Auburn was only fourth in the SEC last season, two, you know, last year, right? Fourth, Brandon, and went to the, yeah, uh, the Final Four. So, you know, it's, it's all about finding fifth, those fifth, right combos. Fifth. fifth, I'm sorry. You know, so uh, the amount of wins over the last three years, 
The schedule keeps getting better. There's more marquee games. More people are talking about you. More people are tweeting about you. Your coach is on TV all the time. Your games are all of a sudden on ESPN highlights like never before at the end of the night. And it, it is amazing where this program is. They are clearly, I mean, Kentucky's Kentucky, right? I mean, and Auburn has beat Kentucky. I'm not saying that. But historically, Kentucky's Kentucky. But right now, there's not another school in the South that's getting that kind of airtime and that kind of exposure that Auburn's getting. And, it, and it's deserved. You know, they had to scratch tooth and nail for that, and they yeah. got it. Keith, there's a question in the chat. So yeah. I think from WD uh, Recruiting, or I can't remember the name was. But yeah. you've seen Sharif play in person. You've seen Jared Harper play in person. How does Sharif Cooper's speed – compared to Jared mm. Harper, because that's how Jared Harper created baskets. Yeah. He was driving the lane and, and just burning that by people. Okay, so I think, I think Harper is quicker driving to the basket. Cooper is more um, – Harper's faster. Cooper's feet may be quicker, but he starts and stops on a dime. He's like a great running back, Brandon, that's running and all of a sudden stops and the defender keeps going and then he goes right around yeah. him. That's kind of Sharif Cooper. I think Harper gets to the basket better than him. But remember, Jared Harper's four years older than him. When Jared Harper was a freshman and a sophomore, he wasn't getting to the basket like he was his last couple years, right? You covered, you covered the team, correct? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he understood how to play at that height in those trees and fadeaways and, and leanaways and all those, those, those tough buckets. Uh, as Sharif gets better at that, sure – uh, but I'll tell you right now, I, I think Sharif Cooper's vision is probably better right now than Jared Harper's was. Uh, defensively, they both had a lot to work on because they're smaller guys. Right. You know, that's what team defense is for. You know? And that's why, by the way, you bring in guys like JT Thor that can defend inside and outside. Chris Moore, same thing. Jalen Williams, same thing. Um, but no, I think, I think they're comparable. Let's put it that way. But again... I think people that are expecting Sharif Cooper to score 25 points a game at Auburn are not looking at the, the, the overall of his game and his height. What, is, what you can do at high school isn't always translatable, transferable to college it, on the interior as a guy six feet tall, very thin. He's going to take a lot of hits now. In high school, a guy 160 pounds is knocking you to the ground. In college, right. that guy's 240. So there's an accumulative effect on your body there too. So there's a lot of differences there. But in talking to his coach, and get Brandon, we actually sound like basketball guys here, but in talking to his coach, he says he's going to be more of a distributor at Auburn. That's what I, as his high school coach, envision. And there's nothing wrong with that. But he can score, and he can shoot free throws at above 80%. You yeah. can put the ball in his hand at the end of the game, which was obviously an issue for Auburn right. this past season. So there's a lot he can do, and he's going to get better, and he's probably not a one-and-done guy given because of his size. So at the very least, you're probably going to get two years out, and you may get three or four. Uh, and he's just going to get better and better. And he's smart. He's very smart, guys. His sister is a great basketball player as well. She plays at Baylor. His dad is the personal coach to both of them. He's from Newark, not to knock Atlanta. Great basketball town. State of Georgia is unbelievable. Basketball is literally in this kid's blood, Sharif Cooper, okay? Yeah. I mean, he's from up in Jersey, okay? That is it. That is the sport there. He's played it since the day he was born practically, okay? Um. I don't want to keep you on here too. Yeah, no, you're fine, Keith. But um, uh, like I said, it's a big week ahead. I mean, it, it, Friday, yeah, it could cap the biggest recruiting week for Auburn basketball in its history. To be honest, if Jalen Green were to commit to Auburn, um, you know, everybody hopes that Auburn sweeps and gets the three kids: Greg Brown, JT Thor, and Jalen Green. Jalen Green announces Sunday, or excuse me, Friday, uh, and on April 24th, Greg Brown announces. Of course, JT Thor announced today, 
with our Evan Daniels, 24-7 sports. He's coming to Auburn. Does Auburn get one of the three, two of the three, or three of three? And let you have the final word there. Boy, they got a lot of momentum. If you're only going to play one year, you're going to play for a team that may or may not make the tournament. Are you going to play for a team where the coach is on the hot seat, which is Texas? And he could, by the way. Uh, Greg Brown, speaking of, of him. Yeah. And then you got Auburn, though, that just seems to be that hot it program. And there's just so much buzz out there. Uh, I, Brandon, I just, I, I'm going to roll the dice and say they got, a, they got a shot to get all three. They got a real shot. That would be that would be something. I think that would make Auburn the uh, basketball story of the of the off season as far as on the recruiting trail. That would be huge. Uh, Keith, thanks for joining me on here, and uh, keep at it. Stay safe, of course. Stay locked up in that condo. Um, <laughs> well, we got this big storm coming through right now. I'm a, yeah. I'm a tad concerned, but yeah. you know what did they do before weather reports? I mean, I, every storm is now the storm of the century now. You know it's what I mean? scary. Well, it's scary, man, because yeah. I mean, you know, um, my goodness, look at the the, hur the hurricanes of the past. Like the hurricane hit Galveston. Yeah. You didn't know it was coming, and it was just yeah, I mean, it, it devastating. We're, yeah, yeah. We're yeah it gives you a lot of respect for the people who lived here 100, 150 years ago. Dude. Right. Didn't know this stuff was coming and uh, yeah. toughed it out. You, you wake know? up one day and there's a tornado in your backyard. Yeah. You had no idea. That was sun. Yeah. Well, anyway. hopefully, every, hopefully everybody understood what I yeah. was saying. It wasn't too much BS. Everybody, oh, take stuff. care. Yeah, take care. Be safe and happy Easter to everybody. All right. Thanks, Keith. See you around. All right, guys. Um, if you have any questions, feel free to request and join the video podcast here. Do I feel confident about Jalen? Yes. I put in a crystal ball for Jalen Green to Auburn on February seventeenth. Uh, Jack, is your name Jack? Oh, man. No, I was just wondering, like, what you think about Auburn's depth next year? Like our whole depth chart, like how deep do you think our bench is going to be? Because I know we'll might be a little bit top heavy. So I was just wondering how you think our depth's going to be. I think they'll be fine. I, here's the thing. I know I know we talked a lot about just Jalen Green and Greg Brown, but if one or both of those guys, quote-unquote, fall through, they've got some backup plans that they're going to bring in and certainly commit. They're also still looking on the grad transfer market. They really want to add a graduate transfer, no matter the position, because they feel like they need a little experience out there. Because this team's going to be very young. I think we all know that. I mean, they're losing so many seniors. Freshmen and sophomores. I'm sorry, say that again. Mostly freshmen and sophomores. Got from yeah. Jamal. They, you could win like that if mm -hmm. they're four, all four and five-star guys and they're confident, which is what they're trying to get to. But they want to add one piece in there that is experienced. And that's why I know pretty much like every graduate transfer you've seen hit the market, Auburn has contacted that player no matter the position. And everybody's like, why are they reaching out to this forward when they're going after that? It's because they want an experienced guy that can come in and play a role, maybe not necessarily start, but can play a role and kind of help them kind of cohesive a little bit more. Mm -hmm. All right, Jake, I'll let you hey, go, thanks. man. Hey, thanks for taking my question, man. I appreciate it. All right, guys, if you want uh, to jump on the chat, make a request, and I will try to answer your questions. Um, again, I think that uh, Auburn's in a territory now where you, you were seeing them getting a four-star and a five-star here and there. 
but now you're getting to a point where you might see them pick up two five stars every year. Uh, we got another request here from Jack. Let's see if he wants to jump on board. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, Jack. What's going on, man? How are you? Hey, how you doing? What's you see up? my hat right here? Yeah. Awesome, awesome. All right, I got a question real quick. All right, let's say we land Jalen Green. Who's the big man on campus, him or Bo Nix? Oh, man. Well, here's one thing to consider. Is there a football season? <laughs> Well, yeah, um, that that is one thing to one thing to think or, about for sure. Or for the or for the for that matter, does football start, season start in January? Mm -hmm. um, you know, who's the big man on campus? I think it all just depends on performance. If Bo Nix comes out and just has an incredible first couple of months before the football season starts, it'll be Bo. It'll be Bo by far. Uh, Jalen, I think. You know, most these freshmen, these phenoms. Um, you don't really start hearing their name, no matter the campus, unless it's Duke um, or Kentucky, until like midway through conference season for some reason. And it's been like that for the longest time. Whereas in football, you have a guy that's on fire two, three weeks in the season, all of a sudden they're a Heisman front runner. Everybody's <laughs> yeah. obsessed with them. So I'd say Bo Nix right now. Okay. Um, what are I, your predictions for him next year? For Bo? Um, you know, I'm not I'm not necessarily on board with the Deshaun Watson pick when Deshaun was saying he's going to throw for whatever it was. I can't remember the numbers. There, there, there were numbers that would be would break a lot of Auburn records. Yeah, because uh, the Chad Morris hire, a lot of the yeah. next Clemson guys coming out saying the whole Bo Nix thing. I don't, I don't see that just because, and, and it's just my main concern for Auburn football is that offensive offensive line. line. Yep. It, 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 that is I agree. I, I, if they play adequate and well enough. Bo Nix will have a big year. If they're just a little bit below normal and subpar, that, that could spell trouble for Bo. He'll be scrambling and running for like his life. Year. Like last year, yeah. Um, and they need a strong running game this year to help them out. And I think the running game will be better this year. But I agree. will we see it be better? Because it depends on that offensive line. But we'll see. All right. Thanks for taking my call. All right. Thanks, man. Of course, JT Thor committing today – uh, on a Sunday, and uh, Jalen Green coming up Friday. Does he commit to Auburn? We'll see. It looks like it's between, obviously, Memphis and Auburn for Jalen Green, uh, the five-star recruit. I uh, put a crystal ball in for Jalen Green, as I mentioned, for Auburn back in February. I think Auburn feels pretty good where they're at, but I talked to some people close to the Memphis program yesterday, and they felt pretty good. So – um, we'll see. Dapper asks, it's amazing that Isaac O'Curl's departure is really driving the recruiting. I thought he needed another year. What do you think? Uh, listen, he's got a ton of upside, which is an easy cliche to say, but he really does. He has a ton of upside, and he's, and, but he's also ready to play in the NBA. And, and what makes him ready to play in the NBA, Okoro, is that he played so well defensively this past season. And he's got that offensive game. He's so smooth to the good getting to the basket, but that defense is what's going to carry him into the NBA. And heck, you're seeing him now. He's he's all the way up to maybe a top four, top three pick in the NBA draft. And this was a guy that was borderline lottery pick, which is still great. And now people are talking about him being like a top five pick. Um, so anyway, the whole idea that maybe Isaac O'Curl, maybe he comes back to Auburn. I think you can erase that doubt right now. I think he's uh, completely gone. I don't see how you pass that up if you're going to be a top five pick. There's no way. So, 
All right, guys. Well, I think that's going to do it for this uh, episode. Thank you so much for joining myself, Keith Niebuhr, as we broke down the JT Thor commitment. What's ahead with Jalen Green making an announcement this upcoming Friday as he decides about Auburn and Memphis, and then Greg Brown on April 24th. Uh, big, big day on a Sunday for Auburn basketball as they land four um, and maybe set the stage for more for Auburn basketball. Thanks, everybody. Make sure to go to auburn.247sports.com for much more coverage. And as always, I'll see you down the road. No one has it covered like 24-7 sports. Go undercover with Auburn Undercover.